Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. Welcome to Entertainment Talk TV. It is Entertainment Talk's podcast for the television that we are choosing to talk about. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is Robert. How are you doing today? I am doing good. I am especially thankful for whoever invented air conditioning because holy crap, we need it right now. Uh, right now, over where I'm living, uh, there's the highs are in the mid 90s with the heat index, uh, which is where the humidity is so high it actually makes it feel hotter than it actually is. Uh, for today, the heat index is going to be 106 Fahrenheit, which for those people using Celsius, that's almost 42 Celsius. So, yeah, it's kind of hot over here. Okay, cool. Um, so what have you been watching lately? I've uh, been watching a lot of stuff. Obviously, uh, it's been a really long time since uh, we've done a TV podcast. So I'll just talk it, about the things that was, are interesting uh, me. It was March 15th when we last did mm-hmm. I checked um, when I went to do the post for this one. Yep, uh, so the season of uh, Blind spot has finished up uh kind of interested to see where they're going and kind of frustrated with how they ended the last season okay uh i don't want to give away whole spoilers because i don't know if it's been out in the uk or not but they did basically a, a mild partial reboot as a season finale teaser spoil um cliffhanger so i'm kind of curious to see where they're going with that and i'm kind of annoyed that they did that because it's one of the things that I find just kind of um, unimaginative, I guess would be the best word to describe it. Okay. Just because they've done it so many times before, and I've seen it in so many different shows before. I was kind of hoping for something a little more original, because I did like the originality of the concept of, yeah, we're going to give this person amnesia, which isn't all that original, but we're going to put all the clues to her and her backstory as tattoos. And have him solve them as cases for the FBI. I did like that concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way they ended the last season, it's not that it turned me off of the show. I'm just not as enthused for the next season um, as I was in previous seasons. Um, has that come out at all over over there in the UK? Yeah, I did fall off of it and ended up just falling so far behind that I, I kind of stopped. I haven't necessarily quit. I could still go back and watch it because it was kind of interesting. I just... There were so many episodes, and, and yeah, I just kind of fell off of it. Um, but maybe maybe I'll go back and watch it at some point. Um, okay, what else have you watched? 
Uh, Lucifer obviously got canceled and then, then is apparently going to get picked up as a Netflix show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they ended season three on a not so much a cliffhanger, but a big story reveal for the story. Okay. Um, and so I'm kind of curious to see where they'll go with it, which did kind of frustrate me a bit because they did cancel the show and then they released two episodes kind of completely unrelated to the plot, but a little bit more of secondary character backstory development for the first one and then a fantasy alternate reality episode for the second one so it'll definitely be curious to see what happens in the next season because uh, i did like that show a lot i mean i don't know if i loved it but i loved some of the characters i love the concept of lucifer going through therapy and then coming to terms with parts of his own personality that was always fascinating to me um some some of the characters I don't think really got enough intrigue into them, but they were they were fun enough to, to watch and be invested in, so Okay. We'll see where yeah. it goes from that. Did you ever start watching that show? I was going to and then it got cancelled, so I thought I don't want to watch cancelled show, but now that it's been picked up for season four I'll uh when it probably comes to Netflix, I'll uh, I'll I'll start then. Um yeah. Fox in the UK uh, did do a like second run version, but I missed the start of that, so uh I'll just wait for it to, to yeah. pop up on Netflix. Um, and to be fair, there's nothing wrong with picking up a cancelled show. I mean you did that kind of recently when you finally got around to watching Firefly. I guess. I guess, yeah. Um they had the film which wrapped up some some stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've, I've done that in the past, I did that with Heroes, and then, funnily enough, after I finished the season four run of Heroes, it got sort of re-picked up and then cancelled again, so, yeah. who knows, um, but yeah, it just kind of, like, I literally sort of was thinking about watching it, and then, uh, I saw that it got cancelled, and I was like, huh, that's kind of bummed me out a bit, but, hey, it's, uh, got, it's got a new life on Netflix, um, I don't know, because it's on Amazon in the UK, I think it gets released the day after the US, um, and then Fox had the second run, like, late rights, basically, to it, uh, when they air the show much later, like, a, a couple of years later, or something, um, hopefully it all gets moved over to Netflix, so I can just watch it on there, um, so I'll, I'll give some thoughts when I, when I see it. Because uh, I remember you pitched it to me as a bit of a male eye zombie, and that was, uh, hey, we both like eye zombie, so um, mm-hmm. sounds kind of cool. Uh, cool, what else have you been watching? A uh, couple of little things here and there. They got the second season of Luke Cage out. Um, I'm trying to power through it. It's kind of boring the first few episodes. That's I'm what I've only. Heard, yeah. And it's not so much that's bad. I mean, it keeps the same thing themes of being very, very narrow in its focus of geography. Um, and that's good. That's definitely appropriate for the show. Uh, the music is still there, and I'm a big fan of pretty much all types of music. So I'm, I'm kind of a little bit interested in that. Uh, the problem is, is that with superhero movies, is you need a, a villain to overcome yeah. or a challenge to overcome. And right now, at least halfway through episode three they don't have that hmm. i mean they've kind of got the evil rich person villain going on which is kind of sort of a little interesting but not really and then they've just introduced uh the the kind of physical villain and bushmaster but it it was like there for like three minutes and then went away it kind of looks like they're trying to set up 
to more of an internal conflict, which I would like to see, but the pacing is just so slow that it's not really holding my attention. Okay, I haven't actually started the season yet. Um, I'm just in the middle of too many other shows, and I'm behind on some other stuff. So, like, starting another mm-hmm. season wouldn't be a wouldn't be a great idea. And I'll talk about <laughs> what I did in a minute because it was cu- kind of silly, but uh, I'll talk about that in a second. But no, I haven't started the second season yet. I I I will watch it, but just when I catch up on some other stuff and, and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and the only other thing that I've really been watching that's kind of new is. And a second season of Glow came out of nowhere, which is mm. kind of weird, but also kind of awesome. Uh, I know we talked about that before on a past podcast, but for those people that don't know, Glow is an acronym. It's short for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, which was a short-run uh, show back in the early 80s over here in the U.S. And it's basically just cashing in on the rising popularity of professional wrestling uh, when that first started to become like a really big national thing so you had uh, larger than life characters like hulk hogan and andre the giant and the ultimate warrior um back in the early early uh, uh world wrestling federation days mm-hmm. and so glow was just kind of a a low budget kind of catch on to try to cash in on that um and it's not based off of anything accurate from the show itself it's more of an I guess also ran would be the the best description. Basically, it's it's taking that concept but doing original stuff for it. So the characters are original and it's not pretending to be historically accurate to the original show run or anything like that. Uh, but it's got a lot of good actors and actresses in it. And like I said, the season just launched yesterday, so I'm only like eighty percent through the first episode. But weirdly enough, it's holding my interest more than. Uh, Luke Cage season two is so. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I I'm interested in the series as well. I've just not started that one either. Um, yeah, but... that's one of those that you kind of have to. Re- it, it definitely hits a nostalgia point. Okay. Because um, I do remember that show when I was a kid growing up. Um, but past that, um, it it's more of a you got to be interested in wrestling to really get into it a whole lot. So I'm, I'm some more interested. Um, like I don't follow it anymore, but like, if it's involved in the show in the way that obviously it is, then uh, I, I I could get into that. So, I mean, there's a, speaking of like being behind on stuff, there's this thing called Seven Seconds on Netflix, which has been out for like a year, and I just I don't know, I just keep not getting to to, to certain stuff. But uh, there's there's too much good stuff out there. Um, what what else have you watched? Nothing really new. I mean, I've recapped a couple of old episodes for things that I've missed. Uh, nothing really jumping out at me that that I'd want to talk about. So okay. Um, in terms of mine and Robert's TV coverage, in between March and now, we uh we did the whole season of uh I Zombie season four. Yeah, season four. We did a season three review last year when that happened, and then we did uh like a dedicated weekly podcast for I Zombie. So in case you missed that. Uh, we also did the seasons of uh, the five DC shows, so Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning. Um, we did those. Uh, in terms of other TV coverage within the last couple of months, uh, we did The Walking Dead, of course, which just finished its eighth season. Or a couple of months ago, finished its eighth season. Um, and we just this week finished uh, Westworld Season 2. Uh, I think that's about it in terms of... T- I mean, there's plenty of stuff, but it's, that's about what we have done since then in terms of TV coverage, just in case you've missed some stuff or you're, like, new here or whatever. 
Uh, of course, there's all the, the different tabs and there's a search option, so you can look for something specific if you uh, want to know if we've covered something. Uh, so what I'm going to do now is, before I talk about my stuff, because I wasn't exactly sure where to put housekeeping in here, but I'm going to do that now and then talk about the stuff that I've been watching. I feel like that uh, that makes sense. So in terms of this week, uh, speaking of superheroes and coverage and all that sort of stuff, uh, pretty good segue. Um, this week, or this week just gone... Uh, me and Robert said goodbye to uh, to Supergirl. Uh, we don't hate the show. We're not like angry at it, and we don't like you know. It wasn't like a hate rage quit sort of thing. It was just more like just not quite. We're just not quite into it anymore. Uh, we got a little bit uh, bored, not quite entertained. But we go into of course the exact reasons and stuff and uh, all that sort of stuff uh, in that podcast. So if you're interested in Supergirl, um, unfortunately we won't be back for season four. But uh, if you listen to that podcast. Um, We'll explain why exactly we're not coming back for season four. I'm still gonna w- maybe watch the show when it comes back. I'll uh, see when it when it comes back and stuff. Uh, I imagine I probably will. Um, but yes, if you want more information on that, just listen to that podcast. Um, in terms of concluding things as well, but returning next season, uh, we also concluded our coverage for Westworld season two this week. Uh, that's on HBO. Um, very very good show plenty of mystery and questions and debates and discussions and all that sort of stuff that uh, was had in, in the finale episode um, and I still stand by the same thing that if you get confused by the mystery and it doesn't quite it doesn't quite connect with you it doesn't mean it's a bad show it just means that you don't quite get it which that's fine maybe you miss something or I don't know um, but it doesn't mean it's a bad show it's just that that exact same thing happened with Lost where people like got literally lost with the mystery and they didn't get it and they just they stuck the phrase like bad show on it uh, and I just I just don't think that's correct but if you do let me know why you think that and uh, I'll I'll talk to you about it so uh, but yes we concluded season 2 of Westworld this week on HBO and uh, we'll hopefully be back for season uh, 3 in, in a couple of years Game of Thrones is of course taking its place next year for its final season um, we just did a gaming talk podcast this week, uh, it's not actually out at the time of recording, but I'm planning on putting these podcasts out at the same time, pretty much, uh, we talked about just a bunch of stuff, like Stranger Things, video games, uh, a bunch of, um, point and click adventure stuff, we talked about Telltale, their new game, we talked about Detroit, we talked about, uh, Life is Strange, so if you're into, uh, choice-based games and trying to keep people alive, which I failed to do so, uh, we talked about all that stuff, I talked about uh, the new Crash Bandicoot level, and uh, many, many more other things, so check that out as well. Uh, also, for in, in case of um, notes and updates, I'm taking a break for the next two weeks. Uh, I'll be back around the 14th of July, I'm not exactly, I haven't put an exact date on it yet, I'll uh, I'll decide that more when it gets closer to the time. Um, but there will be other content coming out in the meantime, I've scheduled... Two pieces of content per week for the next three weeks, uh, which is starting on Wednesday, July 4th. Um, so every when, fr- so from that date, every Wednesday and every Friday, at least for the next three weeks, uh, there'll be new content. I want to leave it a mystery. I want to leave you guys to uh, go and discover it all for yourself. Uh, something new is coming out. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but at 3 p.m. every Wednesday and Friday, which is 7 a.m. Pacific time and 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, something new will be coming out, so every Wednesday and Friday I check entertainmenttalk.org for, for that and all the rest of the stuff that we've done. Um, Alright, let me move on to the TV that I've uh, seen recently. Uh, there was a recent run of a um, uh, buddy cop, uh, I almost forgot the name of the genre, uh, buddy cop genre show uh, which was called Bulletproof. It starred um, a guy called Noel Clark and uh, another guy as well. I got a big problem with it. 
Um, I liked all six episodes. Um, I liked what they did. I thought it was fun. They made a decision about a particular character in the final episode. I won't spoil it. But I was really, really annoyed with with what they decided to do. I tweeted about it roughly. And somebody actually uh, came and talked to to me about it as well. And he said that um, he was disappointed with it. Um, at least what they did in the, in the season finale, it was, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about the season two for right now, I, I wanted one, but I wanted it not to happen what happened, basically, um, have you heard of this show at all? I remember seeing it, but I don't remember actually being able to watch it, so. Okay. it's on Sky One here in the, in the UK, you can probably still catch it on Now TV and stuff. Uh, I I don't know where it's going out in the US, but I guess if you're in the US and you look up Bulletproof, then you should be able to find out, hopefully. Um, But no, it was was like a fun buddy cop drama, and it had Noel Clark. There's some little issues with his his acting, but I could get past it and still enjoy the humour he brings to the show and stuff. But I was just very, very disappointed at what they did in the in the final episode. So uh, if you're curious to see what I mean, go and check out the series, and then you can let me know if you were disappointed as well. Uh, but season 2 has been renewed, it's coming back at some point. Uh, speaking of Sky stuff, um, I've actually watched quite a bit on, on Sky recently. Um, there's a show called Sick Note, it stars the guy who played uh, Ron Reasley in Harry Potter. I've not actually seen him in anything since Harry Potter, this is the first thing I've seen him in. He's probably been in other stuff I've just not seen. Um, the basic premise of the story is he's working at this insurance company, he's got this girlfriend who's like on the verge of leaving him because... He's just not great in his relationship, I suppose, and she's fed up with him. That's sometimes how that works. Uh, He gets cancer, and then everybody's, like, sympathetic towards him because, like, oh, I treated you badly, but, like... Well, they don't say that, but they have the... It's the thing of, like, oh, we treated this guy badly, and now he's dying in six months. Uh, I won't reveal too much more plot-wise about that because it will spoil some stuff. Um, But it's essentially him... Ending up being sort of like, oh, I've got cancer and everybody's like on my side again. And like, I'm going to try and work with that. Because um, like in almost the same day, he like lost his car, lost his job, his girlfriend broke up with him and a bunch of stuff happened. That's all in like the first episode. And then he gets the cancer and things change, basically. Uh, for, for a thing that deals with cancer, it's got a surprising amount of comedy in it. But... Um, they make comedic jokes outside of that subject as well. There's a, there's a, there's a particularly uh, clumsy character who's played by Nick Frost. You know the guy who teams up with Simon Peck for uh, various different films. Um, he's in this as well, and he's actually the doctor that diagnoses the the character with cancer. And they have to like work together in different ways. But he's kind of incompetent, and he's a bit like all over the place and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, it's pretty good. It's about six episodes. I quite enjoyed it. I think season 2 actually starts next month, so uh, it's good timing uh, that's got in it. Try and have a guess who's returning, who's a new character in season 2. Somebody that's been out of show business for a long time. Try, try and just take a random guess who it is. Emilio Estevez. No, it's, uh, it's a female. I'll, g- I'll give you that. It's not uh, a Harry Potter alum, is it? No. Then I would have no idea. Lindsay Lohan is going to be in season two of this show. That's uh, really yeah. Um, she's I, I've only seen it from the trailer. Of course, season two hasn't started yet, so I don't know much about her. Uh, but I think she's working at like the same 
insurance firm as as the the main character. Um, I can't remember exactly what her hair looks like, but it's all like long and I think it was pink. It was like a a very very different hairstyle for her and. Uh, yeah, I was just really surprised because the last things I've heard that she's been involved in is the uh, the Grand Theft Auto law- lawsuit, of course. Uh, she was in like Mean Girls and Freaky Friday and some other stuff. And then she went on like a whole drug problem and rehab and whatever, whatever path that took her down. And then she had the GTA l- lawsuit, which was, well, the game's been out, what, five years, roughly? Yeah. 2013. So I don't know if that's like been settled or whatever. But uh, no, that was that was a surprise, and I'll see um, what she brings to season two. Uh, what what do you think of Lindsay Lohan? Uh, haven't really seen her in anything substantial. Yeah, yeah, it's quite surprising. Um, unless she had like, I don't know, she's been kind of all over the place, but now she seems to be in this uh, season. Maybe she dies in the first episode. I I have no idea, but. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll let you guys know what happens with her character because I'm kind of interested to see what she's like as an actress, what her role is, how she connects with this with the, all the other main characters, and like the 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 sort of um, clumsy character that's in the show played by uh, Nick Frost, how she like interacts with him maybe. So yeah, could be could be kind of interesting. Um, another thing I watched on Sky was called uh, Oh, by the way, have you heard of this show, uh, Sick Note? No. No? Okay. Does it sound uh, interesting to you? I might check it out. Maybe. Um, House of Lies, have you heard of that before? Uh, no, that's nothing I've heard of before. Okay, it was, uh, it's was. it been concluded, concluded and it had a uh, final season. That's one of the good things about watching the show is I know it's been concluded. Um, it's basically, you know uh, War Machine from uh, Avengers? It's got him, he's starring as this guy called Marty. Um, and they basically, it's him, Kristen Bell, and a couple of other people, Kristen Bell, who you, who you might all know from, uh, The Good Place, and some other stuff, uh, she was in something else, I can't, she was in Frozen, wasn't she? She was a voice in Frozen, yeah, uh, yeah. I've talked about her a few times on the po- podcast from her role in Veronica Mars. Oh yeah, that was the other thing, yeah. Um, I, I really like her at this point i've seen her in a good place which i i really really liked uh i reviewed the first and second seasons of those um yeah she's she's really good in this as well it's essentially like this sort of uh this firm that like gets involved in financial stuff and the thing that i really like about it is it doesn't complicate that too much you you, you get characters say like numbers to here and there and blah 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 that kind of stuff but you get the sense of like whether they're being successful or not and you remember in um, some things like, I don't know, Deadpool, House of Cards, you know when a character breaks the fourth wall, what Marty does is like the scene gets paused, every single character gets paused and like he comes over to you and starts saying like, he starts saying like this is how this is going to go down and like this is happening and that sort of thing um, and he sort of makes jokes out of like one of the guys and then it sort of res- resumes from there. Uh so that that was really cool as well um and there's like these two guys one of them is called dougie i can't remember the other guy's name um and they like try and flirt with the woman one of them's really good at it one of them's really bad at it like really bad at it uh and they all sort of make fun of him and stuff uh it's it's really really good it's got a good amount of drama and comedy in it um but the thing i really liked about it is like you have all this financial stuff which i don't quite understand but it simplifies it in the way that you just understand the general gist of how things are going 
Um, it's got five seasons. I think it's got 13 episodes for each season. I finished the first season, which I really liked. It finished on kind of an interesting place where uh, this company work merger was going to ha- be happening and it kind of got called off. Um, and I'll see how that works into season two. But no, really, really cool. And it's like 20 minutes an episode, so it's nice and short. But I really enjoyed that. Um, I think I watched on Netflix, which was called The Rain. Have you seen that popping about? No. No? Um, it's this, I think it's Danish drama. I used the uh, English dub, which was actually fairly decent, uh, at least to what I was comfortable with. Um, it's essentially, you have this world where the rain is kind of, it damages you, it like kills you and stuff. It's kind of uh, this acidic rain. And uh, you have your survivors, you have this brother and sister, they're like the main sort of protagonists. Um, you have the mother and father as well, but uh, things happen with them. I won't spoil that too much. Um, and it's essentially there's these like bunkers that have been designed. They're all they're all run by this company called Apollon, um, which uh, the the dad the dad in this family works for. He um, very tiny spoiler. He goes off somewhere, and you find out what happens to him later. Um, things happen to the mum as well. Won't spoil that too much. Um, but they have to like live in this bunker and I suppose that the idea is like when the rain stops That's when you go out and get your supplies and all that kind of thing because they have supplies in the bunker, but they're not unlimited uh, They meet up with other survivors. They have to work out if they can get on with them um, And it kind of it takes itself from there. It's about eight episodes uh, They're all like randomly different length one of them's like an hour one of them's like 20 minutes one of them's like 35 minutes one of them's like 45 so uh, it's kind of a bit all over the place in terms of that, but uh, it's got a second season. I'm really looking forward to seeing where they go with it, seeing as how uh, season one ended. Uh, does it sound interesting to you? Yeah, now that you've talked about it a little bit, I do vaguely-ish remember it popping up on okay. Netflix as uh, you might be interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I never got around to watching it, but it's definitely one of those that I'll I'll watch it at some point, just haven't had a chance to watch it recently. Mm-hmm. It's like an environmental survival thing, um, and I quite like those those sorts of stories. So, um, oh yeah, a couple of other things. So I'm, this is where I talk about the mistake that I made. So I'm in the middle of like weekly shows, things like Cloak and Dagger, um, which has been pretty good. Uh, this week's episode was quite good as well. Uh, things like Argo, which I'm two weeks behind on. Uh, Westworld just finished. There's some other stuff that I'm in the middle of watching. And then I decided, hey, why not start like a bunch of new shows for some stupid reason? So I started this thing, this thing called uh, Shades of Blue. I was looking for basically a female-led cop show, and uh, I had a bunch of things suggested to me. None of which I've started yet because that was only a few days ago. Uh, I had things suggested to me like uh, Castle, The Killing. Um, there was some other stuff. I'll go back and read the comments when I go back go to watch those shows. Uh, Castle, the. Uh show with Nathan Fillion and Stan yeah. Kattick. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting one to watch just because by the end of the run of the series, those two actors, uh, Nathan Fillion and Stan Kattick, could not work with each other. They oh, absolutely okay. hated each other. What, in fact, like... What season the, did they, that sort of start in? I don't know when it started, okay. but the final season, uh, the final episode of the final season, they actually were supposed to end the show on a cliffhanger. And then the season got canceled out of nowhere, and they brought in the actors to shoot like an end cap. Okay. And they shot the scene without them actually being in the same scene, even though they cut it in a way to make it look like it was. 
Okay. Was it like a back and forth camera kind of thing? Yeah, it's like um, the the technical term is called blocking. That's where you have like a main actor and then somebody unrelated just physically taking up the space. So they they block it out for like lighting and effects like that. Oh, okay. And uh, I mean, it's a decent show. I'm a huge fan of Nathan Fillion. Yeah, cool. He gets a lot. He gets to be really really funny in this series. Um, have you ever heard the term the moonlighting effect? No. That's the term. It's kind of like jumping the shark or anything like that. It's where a show, something happens in a show that defines every other show past that. Uh, back in the early 80s, there was a show called Moonlighting. Mm-hmm. It starred a very, very young uh, Bruce Willis back when he did comedy. And yes, I know cool. you'll find that as a shocker, but Bruce Willis actually got his start doing comedy. Cool. And an actress named Sybil Shepard, and they ran kind of a detective agency. And they couldn't stand each other at all. But on the show, uh, they were, you know, romantically involved. Mm-hmm. And so the term, the moonlighting effect, occurs when you have an actor and an actress be kind of like, will they, won't they, romantically. And then they finally get to that point to where they are romantically, and it just completely tanks the show. Oh, okay. It's like jumping the shark was, is a term to where a, a show does something completely ridiculous and right. it spells the death. That actually goes back to the show Happy Days where the main character, Fonzie, actually is on water skis and jumps over a shark as a stunt. Hmm. That, that, that is an actual thing. If you look it up on YouTube, you can see it. And it's just the most ridiculous thing. It's actually more <laughs> ridiculous than I'm describing it. Cool. Um, I just want to go back quickly and talk a bit about um, Sick Note. There's like a... You can have production problems. Well, not production problems, but production mistakes. There's a f- This is one that I would label as funny and didn't annoy me. Um, there's a lot of scenes where the main character in Sick Note is playing Destiny with his friend. Uh, and his PS4 controller isn't on in any of the scenes. Mm-hmm. And I, it was kind of... Like the, the blue light from the front of the PlayStation... I know, of course, I, I have a PlayStation and I've played it and I know what the thing looks like. At no point in any of the scenes is the controller on, but it's kind of almost funny. It's not like, oh, I'm mad because, like, the thing wasn't on. It's more of a funny uh, production mistake, so that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, 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 yeah, I don't know what happened with that, but uh, I thought that was funny. Uh, anyway, going back to the, the cop thing, I started this thing, I think it's called Shades of Blue. It stars Jennifer Lopez as, um, well, female cop. I've only seen the pilot episode, um, and it sets up her, like, her relationship with her daughter and stuff, and this, uh, mistake that she gets involved in, uh, and just shows her as, like, a cop, and it kind of takes itself from there. Uh, I found it interesting, I will continue it, um, but I shouldn't have started it, because I'm in the middle of other things, and now I, when I go to watch stuff, I have too many different options. I already did anyway so um I also did the same thing with Futurama it just popped up I watched the pilot episode I liked it and now I'm not sure when I'm gonna watch more so I did the same thing twice um what was the other show I I started something else and then I was like great um because yesterday I was like looking at all the stuff in my watch list and I was like I've started too many new things and I was like I already have things I'm watching week so I don't know what I, what I was thinking but um Hey, I've got plenty of stuff to watch, so that's uh, that's always a good thing. Yeah, and if you're looking for not so much necessarily a cop show, but okay, 
a female investigation show. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about this before a few times on the podcast. Absolutely cannot recommend enough Veronica Mars. I will watch that um, at some point, especially with my uh, liking of Kristen Bell. So. Yeah, because she it, it's one of those shows that it, it proves that if you have really good writing, mm-hmm. um, then everything else becomes irrelevant. Um, and also because it's the same writer and director that did I Zombie is another reason to watch it. Oh, okay. Uh, Rob Thomas did that. Uh, he did that show. Um, very, very strong female lead without being like overbearing. Uh, okay. A lot of her humor is also evident. Uh, if you're a big fan of Christabel and the humor that she does, either in I The am. Good Place or if you've seen uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall and some of the humor and timing, all that. Um, very, very where she cut her teeth on that is from Veronica Mars. Um, and it's, it's worth watching just for the you know just for the show itself cool but cool. again it, it's a it's a good precursor show so if you like her and a couple other things you know that you can definitely see where a lot of that got developed cool i was already sold but you you sold me even more if that's possible um mm-hmm. yeah like i said when i get out of whatever the hell i'm doing with with tv <laughs> uh, i'll uh because I, I don't know I don't know what I was thinking. I just started a whole bunch of different shows. I was like, check out this pilot, check out this pilot. And then I was looking at my watch list. I was like, what, what am I doing? Um, You're going to have to clone yourself just yeah. to have your other self do other work while you catch up on all these TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like catching up on... Uh, oh, that was the other pilot I stupidly started last night. Was this thing called Killing Eve? Um, so I don't know what I'm doing, but hey, I'm enjoying the things that I'm watching. So I guess that's important. Uh, and I caught up a bit more yesterday on the, uh, the 100 as well, or the 100, however you prefer to say that. Uh, I'm on episode, I finished episode 5 yesterday of season 5, I think it went on a break for episode 8. So I've got a few more left, but I'll just keep collecting them and watching them, so. Yeah, I'm a bit stupid, but hey, I'm, uh, watching some things that I like, so. It's like uh, Pokemon, you gotta catch them all. Right, and, uh, <laughs> I hope I finish some of this stuff before all the full uh, or holiday autumn TV comes back because otherwise, yeah, I don't know what I'll do. But hey, plenty of stuff to watch. Um, yeah, I think I mentioned basically everything I've been watching. So uh, let's move on to the emails for this week. You can send them into entertainmenttalk@hotmail.com or entertainmenttalkuk@gmail.com. Uh, Twitter is at etalkuk. Is also the Facebook group and the Facebook page which you can like and join. Uh, there's also a little uh, email form you can fill out on the website. You put your email and your comment in, and that gets sent to me as well. So uh, send them yeah. in however you like. And I love the emails. Uh, it's one of those things that reminds me that we're not just talking to each other, that other right. people are actually hearing this. Yeah. And it, it, it's a little surreal surreal of saying, you know, fan interaction. We have fans of the show. I mean, that's kind of part of why you do that, but still... It's totally awesome that we have fans, so keep the emails coming in. I'd love to answer emails every week for the podcasts. Cool. All right, let's get to them. Uh, Alex says, what show are you most anticipating? Choose from new, returning, and ending. So, like, one that's maybe getting a final season. For me, it's Game of Thrones, New Girl, This Is Us. Uh, but not sure about new shows. Uh, Game of Thrones is my same answer. Uh, I don't know what E4 are doing, but New Girl hasn't, the final season hasn't come over here yet. It finished like a couple of months ago in the US, so I don't know what the holdup is, but I'll wait for the final season. Uh, this is us, I haven't started yet. Um, and I shouldn't start it, I definitely shouldn't go and start it like today or something, that would be a very, very bad idea. Um, Yeah, you're absolutely not gonna do that, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. (laughs) Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to. Um... 
how about for you? Uh, what about new shows? What new things are you looking forward to? So things that are like coming up for a first season? There's not really anything new that, I, at least that I've seen trailers for, that I'm chomping at the bit at. There's a lot of returning stuff. Uh, the one that's got me the most confounded, uh, did you ever, I'm, I'm sure I know the answer to this, but did you ever see the Lethal Weapon TV show? I didn't, no. There was a huge kerfuffle at the end of the season. Um, apparently, one of the main actors, Clay oh, Crawford... Uh, I think we talked about this before. I think I remember talking to you about this before. But yeah, he got, yeah. He got fired, didn't he? So He got fired off of the show, and they actually announced his replacement. It's probably the last person I would expect to replace him. Did you see that announcement? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the, the, uh, the guy that played Stifler? Stifler, yeah. Sean William Scott, who's been in other things and has been halfway decent in a couple of action movies. Uh, if you've ever seen The Rundown with The Rock, not a bad movie. He actually is halfway decent in that. Mm-hmm. But just having having a main actor killed off, and I say killed off because... Walking Dead. It, well, Walking <laughs> Dead for one, but I mean, when you, nor- you normally don't kill off Sorry, a Sorry, I had actor. to do that. <laughs> no, that's a, I understand, but uh, minor spoiler: if you haven't seen, you know, the season that ended four months ago, at the very, very end cap, they shoot the claims character Riggs in the chest while he's getting ready to leave. I mean, they were going to write him; they essentially had written him off anyway because he was going with his girlfriend back to Texas, which is where his character's from, mm-hmm. and he's at his. Uh, wife's is uh, the grave of the wife you know which is the main thrust of a lot of the lethal weapon movies was the Riggs's character's wife died because of him being a cop or whatever and so he's at her grave basically saying his goodbyes to her as he goes off with his new girlfriend back to texas and then a character comes in and just bam shoots him in the chest and he just plops down wow right next to the grave which is a shocking scene in and of itself but then, you know, two weeks later, they announced that he had been fired. Apparently, he was involved with setting up some of the stunts. And okay. there were some people that got hurt. In fact, there's actually, when I was watching a, a YouTube video on it, there's a photo from Damon Waynes' Instagram account of a scar that he got from one of the explosion stunts. Because hmm. they were, he was doing his own stunts to the point to where you know, he was close enough to an explosion to where he actually got hurt, and he put that photo on his Instagram page. And apparently Clayton was, like, really, really hard to work with and didn't apologize for the stunts that he was setting up, and apparently it just got to the point to where they fired him. Wow. Which, I mean, like I said, outside of The Walking Dead, you normally don't kill off title characters like that, and that is a title character. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm going to... Watch the th- I mean, I'm definitely going to watch the first episode, but I don't know if I'll stick with it. Okay. Just so you, because you, you want to see what they set up next, basically. Yeah, I want to see what they set what they set up and where they're going. But changing a title character like that is really, really difficult. I mean, it's been done before. Um, and the term, and we're getting back to like old TV terms again. The, the <laughs> term, the term for that is called a replacement relative, to where they get rid of a main actor or actress. And then replace them with a nearly identical character that's a relative. Hmm. And probably the best known example of that is an old show uh, called Three's Company, which I don't know if you've ever seen or heard of that. No. Um, 
it's an old sitcom from the 80s. It basically stars three characters that are sharing apartments together. It's one of those things that, in the modern era, it would not be a big deal. Okay. Um, but back in the day, it was considered, quote-unquote, edgy, which even even by 80 standards, it wasn't really edgy, but, you know, it was the first time it was ever seen. And the basic premise is, is that you've got two female characters that are sharing an apartment with a male character. And the landlord, yeah, right, which right. which is nothing in these days, but 30 years ago, it wasn't as common mm-hmm. uh, for people to be, for, you know, different, you know, for men and women to be living together. And the main quote-unquote comedy thrust of it was that the landlord was, like, a super conservative conservative guy. He wasn't really, like, religious in that. He was just, like, very, very old-fashioned. And the only reason why he would allow it is the male character was gay. Hmm. Okay. And and so that that was a thing. They never really went anywhere with it. I mean, the the actor was John Ritter. uh, Sadly passed away. A great guy, great actor. But outside of a few jokes that were probably not really politically incorrect, just not as funny as they would be in today's setting, um, with him being gay, they never really went anywhere with it. Okay. Which I'm actually, I actually like as a thing is it doesn't have to be like the most billboardy, marquee, shiny, blinking flashlight. I'm gay. I'm gay. La 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 la. la. Just it's just a thing. Uh-huh. And I'm yeah. totally fine with that. It's just like, okay, you're gay. Okay, fine, whatever. You know, it, it doesn't have to be like, um, I don't want to say prominent because that's not really the word. It doesn't have to be, um, I can't even think of a phrase of it. It's just, it, it's something you are, and I'm fine with that um, in terms of like TV shows and everything. It's so like, like half the people I work with are gay, and it's not a big deal because, you know, I don't hit on, okay. on them, they don't hit on me. Which I wouldn't do anyway because I have a strict rule of not dating people I work with because that never ends well. But okay, it it I really wish I could come up with a phrasing that would make sense. But I've never been a fan of. I guess the closest thing would kind of like when I talk about with politics in that I'm fine with politics being in a show. I just don't like it when it's used as a cudgel to beat people over the head with. Yeah, that's no good. And I'm yeah. the same way with, like, you know, gender and sexuality. If that's who you are, fine. Just don't beat me up because of it. Yeah. I guess it would be the, the best way to describe it. Um, and like I said before, with Three's Company, they didn't really do that with anything outside of a way for him to be living with two girls that he wasn't dating and he never dated in the show. Okay. Uh, um, speaking of um, gay people, happy uh, happy Pride Month! I think it's the last day of yes, yeah, the last day of actual June today. So, uh, happy happy Pride Month to uh, to everyone. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just uh, just wanted to put it out there. Um, of course, pro- most people probably won't hear this until the month is actually over. But you know, still, maybe yeah, maybe you'll maybe you've listened to it and it's midnight. So, still happy <laughs> happy Pride Month. Um, so yeah, uh, Game of Thrones is probably my most anticipated like ending show. Uh, returning, boy, return to a good place. Um, th- man, what a show! Um, new stuff, The Witcher. I just want to see what the hell that looks like and like how how cool that might be. Uh, and that might even be like, I think that's gonna be like Netflix's Game of Thrones. Um, I have to I have to wait and see what it looks like. Of course, it 
could be awful and it could be the best thing you've ever seen. We just don't know yet. Um, but that's that's probably my three choices. Uh, in terms of ending, I'm still looking forward to New Girl, but we just haven't got it over here yet for some reason. Um, this is us. I've not started, and I shouldn't do that yet. Um, yeah. So what about the uh, the other choices? Uh, what about ending shows? Things that are coming to an end. Um, I don't know of anything that I'm watching regularly that's coming to an end. What about, what about uh, iZombie? I mean, yeah, there's iZombie. Um, and I'm definitely curious as to see what they'll do with the fourth season. Mm-hmm. But they've gotten away, for the most part, at least with the humor of it. Uh, okay. Especially with season three. They, they went a lot darker than I... Not that I thought they would, because they definitely set up season three to be darker with the ending for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I am glad that they are getting a fourth season because I think they can definitely wrap up some storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it's just going to depend on the first couple of couple episodes and the tone of it. Yeah. Um, because if the tone you know goes darker, I'll watch it just because it is ending. But it's one of those things that I'll watch it for the sake of watching it more than anything else. Okay. Um, That's the final season. So. Yeah, uh, and it is the final season. Mm-hmm. As for starting, I'm I'm a little curious. They're doing a reboot of Charmed. I don't know if you ever got around to seeing that. Yeah, I watched the original Charmed. It was uh, it was pretty. Yeah, good. and I'm that's also to see another. What they do with this one. So. Yeah, it's also another perfect example of what I was saying earlier with the replacement relative. It's definitely a more current version of that because mm. uh, Shannon Doherty had issues. And eventually got fired off the show, and then they brought in Rose McGowan, who has completely gone insane. I don't know if you've seen anything she's done publicly recently, but no. she has. And I don't throw around the term insane loosely. I mean, I know sometimes it seems like I do, but she has gone just wacko. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. Um, yeah the CW... she, she definitely needs help. Okay. Um, but the CW have got that, so... Uh... It's in good hands because we like CW mm-hmm. stuff. If you hadn't guessed from all the shows that we podcasted on, so um, yeah, best of luck to 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 her. Hopefully, she gets better. Um, yeah. What's the other one? You knew you said you weren't sure. Returning. Yeah, there's said, there's nothing returning? that I've seen. Returning. Oh yeah, um, you said. Lethal weapon, definitely for that. Definitely uh, Eye Zombie for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, continuing. Honestly, I'm just still shocked that they're continuing making Supernatural. I mean, for crying out loud, it's getting down to 14 seasons. And they. 14, yeah. Yeah, the 13 just ended and 14's coming back. Um, I could have swore they were done at 5 just because of how they ended season 5. They ended it on a, a great note and it still keeps hmm. going. Okay. Um, all right, let's move on to Maggie. Uh, she says, Who are some of your favorite characters and least favorite characters in TV? Well, my favorite character of all time is Jack Bauer. Um. Yeah, that puts that simply enough. I did do a list a while ago, uh, my top six, because I couldn't pick five, um, favorite characters. So if you want to know the rest of the list, uh, of course I just gave away number one, but anyway, uh, go go check that out. Just type in, like, just click on like top five and ten, uh, or just type in like top five characters, you, you, you'll probably find it that way. Um, okay. Least favorite character? I mean... There's a difference between villains and, like, just annoying characters. Um, the problem for me right now is the annoying characters I can't think of because they're a bit more forgettable. Um, but how about you in terms of favorite characters? 
Uh, favorite characters, uh, definitely Veronica Mars from Veronica Mars. Uh, oh, okay. Excellent character, great really, show. Putting in some uh, some good some good work for that. So I, yeah, I can't wait to start. Absolutely, but I shouldn't yet. So yeah, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> um, favorite characters, kind of tough. Um, I do like Mac from Agents of Shield because I think he's the most relatable. Because oh, okay. um, he's not—he's not super powered. I mean, he's—he's he's fairly smart for you know with the mechanical stuff, and he's like Terry he definitely Crews in Agents of Shield, kind of. Or yeah, like the, he, the, the sort of Terry Crews, the Rock kind of figure for that show. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go either of those routes just because he's not nearly as um, excitable as Terry Crews can be. Okay. He's a bit more of a side um, character. In, yeah, in, uh, in in Shield. And I don't know if they've ever run them in the UK, but if they haven't, you should absolutely get on YouTube and look at the old Spice commercials that Terry Crews did. Okay. Because they are fucking hilarious. Nice. Um, and, and I do like Terry Crews as an actor. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not the biggest fan of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's an interesting show, but, you know, it's not something that I watch actively. It'll be like, what haven't I seen and catch up on? Oh, I'm five episodes behind on... Uh, uh, well, on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I guess I'll watch that. Um, okay. But yeah, I think out of the show, he's the most relatable just because um, he's he's an average dude in the sense that, you know, he doesn't have superpowers. He doesn't have the overwi- overriding uh, passion of, you know, protecting everything like uh, Coulson does. In, he's gone from the show now, so. Yeah. Um, um, but he... But he's just a dude trying to find his place in everything and just doing what he knows the best to do, which is the mechanical stuff. And I think that relates to a lot of us. I mean, cause... I mean, I'd call him like the muscle man of the show, and I mean that in the best. That's not a bad term. I don't even think like the muscle man that cares about the other characters. They care about him, and he he does some cool stuff. But he's definitely a bit more of a side character in the show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what about so any other favorites? Uh, I'm trying to. Th- think uh live it's gonna be tough zombie. watch yeah live i zombie because i can understand that just trying to again trying to find your place in the world uh, especially oh. with what she was especially going through <laughs> yeah but just having like something happen and then it's just completely changing your personality i've personally been through that several times okay and we all have at some point having a big event happen and it just completely changing our view of the world with it yeah um yeah I mean, you haven't gone through this, and I haven't gone through this, but I've had a lot of relatives that go through that. You know, when you first have you have your first kid, you know, when you get married, Not those yet. are obviously big <laughs> events that, you know, change your world. You know, I, yeah, that hasn't happened, but my friend right. Jordan, his his first child's about six months now. Uh, Cesar is a guy I work with, great guy, good friend. Uh, his uh, daughter's getting ready to have her first birthday. Cool. So those are obviously, you know, we think of world-changing events with these shows that we watch. And, you know, we think, like, Avengers, you know, the Ch- Chitauri invasion, things like that. We think I zombie, you know, the zombie things. But then there's the everyday stuff, you know, getting married, having kids, things like that, buying a house, buying a car. Right. Those are world-changing events, and we tend to forget about them, but they exist, so. What about uh, least favorite characters? Uh <laughs> Least favorite characters. I I'll tell you one. I don't really like Weller in uh, Blind Spot. I don't know what it was in season three. The episodes I watched, he just started to get on my nerves. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't, I don't he, know. Yeah, he he got a little uh, grumbly there towards the end. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know. I, I guess uh, pretty much any character really um, could be my least favorite. So many shows that I watch, I just tend to forget. Mm-hmm. I really couldn't pick a single character that I actively disliked out of a show. Um, I and that's more uh, me than anything Eugene, else, just because. See, I never really disliked Eugene because I kind of got his motivation. I just don't know um, what they're doing with him. It's uh, yeah, uh, they've definitely flip flopped with him a lot. Way too much. Um, yeah, and, and it's one of those things that I know they're still filming it. But I would have been okay if The Walking Dead ended with the last season just because I thought, well, for one, it would have been a decent enough end point to it. Mm-hmm. But I think they've gotten all the story out of it that they could have. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't the biggest fan of uh, Mary from uh, Supernatural. They basically brought back the mom character okay. like 30 years past. Yeah. And I thought her coming back wasn't bad. I mean, it was just, it's one of the things that the show is just kind of running out of ideas. They're just kind of throwing crap against the wall, see if it sticks. And that was one of the concepts that they did. Okay. Um, yeah, AMC's going to end up killing Walking Dead. It's bleeding right now. Uh, but it's, that's, uh, yeah, it's going to die. Um, Lizzie says, unless they dramatically change things, which I didn't see that happening, but uh, that's another conversation for another time, because I have too much that I could say, and we'll be here all day. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Lizzie says, common ask question, what cancelled show would you like back? Uh, let me put a twist on it. What show that has either ended or been cancelled would you revive? Uh, I mean, not necessarily cancel, quote-unquote, but I, I just want to see Jack come back for one more season of 24, finish his story, and then, then I can see uh, and ask goodbye to him because he's in a Russian prison at the moment, and that's not a great way to end your story. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I guess I would yeah bring back Twenty Four for one more season. Uh, everyone says Firefly, um, Heroes, uh, bring that back. Um, I, I I would do what Heroes Reborn did and keep some of the keep some of the characters because they did some work with some interesting people. Um, bring in some new people and then just like I don't know or, or just like bring bring it back for season 2 but just like do a very soft reboot where you just bring in new characters and sort of refresh the story but uh, keep like the continuity in there so or some of it, do you get what I mean? Like a sort of half reboot mm-hmm. where you like keep some stuff basically but y- you, you bring in some new ideas so I'd like to see that um yeah, yeah. Per- a perfect example of that is actually Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Because obviously that continued with the franchise, and eventually they did have cameos with some of the original cast on the show. Yeah. Uh, and if you get a chance, there is a documentary on Netflix. I think it's called Trouble on the Bridge. I'd have to double check on that. But it basically talks about the problems that they had with actually getting Next Generation launched. And some of the drama, both behind the scenes and with the fan base in that show, which is kind of weird thinking about it now after the fact of that show basically launching the relaunch of the Star Trek series. And then we got shows like uh, Voyager and Deep Space Nine, which I maintain Deep Space Nine was probably the best of the next generation Star Trek shows. Um, And then you had, obviously, uh, um, Enterprise, which didn't do very well, but... Yeah, it's it's a quick like hour and a half documentary on that, and if you're at all invested in the Star Trek 
show of any run of it, I would absolutely recommend watching that on Netflix because the behind the scenes stuff, man, I had no idea any of that stuff was going on. Cool. I mean, to me, in terms of Star Trek, we have Star Trek Discovery, and that was my uh, that's my first like proper watch of mm-hmm. Star Trek. Um, like I've said on the on the finale podcast that me and David did a while ago, and like I said in my written review of the first episode, my uh, my nan used to watch the show, and like when I was younger, I can't remember exactly the age I was uh, when I used to go around there and visit like weekends and whenever it was. She would like watch it, so I would like see bits and pieces. So I'd like recognize certain characters and stuff. I couldn't tell you what they belonged to or who they were, but I like recognized bits and pieces. And then it was like Star Trek Discovery came around. It was this new, brand new thing on Netflix, and I was like, okay, this is where I'm gonna gonna jump on. Uh, so in terms of me for like Star Trek, I have that at the moment, and that's a like pretty much brand new show, so I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, they all very much tie into each other so if you're going to get into that you kind of have to go through star trek the next generation as a series run okay and then go through uh, ds9 and then go through voyager Mm -hmm. um uh, the hardest part about watching those is that a lot of that stuff is based off of like cgi and animation Hmm. and that part unfortunately doesn't hold up i mean it holds up in the sense of like storyline they did a really, really good job of making relevant storylines that, you know, even today are somewhat still relevant. Yeah. Um, but there are some scenes with visuals and animation to where it just, it doesn't look good. And that's not a slam on the show because obviously they were doing the best they could with the tech mm-hmm. they had at the time. It's aged, it's old, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. like watching older movies to where CGI is very prevalent, very heavy. Mm-hmm. I, wonder um, what, um, I wonder what 24 season one would look like if you watched it now. I remember when uh, I watched it, and it was just—it was just on that level where, like, I could tell it looked old, but it wasn't like unbearable or anything. And then, of course, I got into it, and Jack became my favorite character of all time. So, well, yeah. twenty-four wouldn't really be a show to watch just because there wasn't a whole lot of animation or CGI. Sure. sure. Um, that that's like going back to like older cartoons, like watching the original round of like Transformers or GI Joe or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like even older still going to like the Flintstones or the Jetsons Hmm. and just seeing how much the ability and the technology for making animation has changed. Like if you watch the cartoons now versus back then, it's really easy to see where they had to cut corners just for production cost. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. I think that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, Thank you all for for listening. Uh, I shall, uh, I shall do the outro and then I shall, edit this stuff up and then I'll uh, go and be crazy with TV again. I won't start any new shows because that would be a bad idea. Uh, I'll, I'll continue with some of the things that I have I have recently started. But before all that happens, uh, you can find us on entertainmenttalk.org. You can follow us on Twitter at eTalkUK. Uh, I already said all the emails and stuff so I don't need to repeat myself there. Um, yeah, if you'd like to support what we're doing here, that would be quite nice as well. There's two different paid ish options uh one of them is patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk that's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choosing i have a new idea for involving video game streaming uh that's basically when you watch people on twitch and uh mixer me and robert have got separate uh, video game streaming channels i'll talk about those in a second uh but yeah basically i'm going to update patreon and put a uh, a new tier in hopefully today because uh, this is my uh this last day of quote-unquote production before i go on a, a little two-week break uh and then i'll let you guys know when i'm coming back uh because i will come back don't worry 
Um, yeah, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Uh, just pick what you want, let us know what you'd like to be reviewed, and we'll take it from there. That's also where you can get your ad-free podcast, so that's a great way to support us as well. Uh, the other paid-ish option is uh, Amazon, that's where you can use your Amazon affiliate link, uh, or use our Amazon affiliate link, sorry. Uh, do your normal shopping on Amazon. Uh, we'll get a small cut of the amount that you spend, depending on how much you spend exactly. Uh, but it doesn't cost you anything extra, so it's just your normal Amazon shopping. And then the two free options of supporting us, uh, of course, iTunes. Please rate and review and subscribe to us on there, or on the pl- podcast uh, platform of your choice, because iTunes isn't even on Android. Uh, so yeah, it might be any of the various different apps. Just please rate and review and subscribe to us over there. And then word of mouth, of course, tell your friends, tell your family, your co-workers, neighbours anyone that you might you might talk to maybe don't know who else there might be um or anybody that you know is talking about these shows and these video games tell us tell them where you can find us and they can come discover this uh content for themselves and they can get involved with that as well so that will be good um yeah that's the options for supporting us um and like i mentioned briefly earlier mixer and twitch robert's got a video game streaming channel on mixer and I've got one on Twitch. Uh, all of those notes um, will be in your show notes. If you're watching on, sorry, what? If you're listening on SoundCloud, I always put a uh, just the one link into the website post. So if you click on that, it will take you to the website post, and then all the information will be in there if you just scroll down. So uh, that's what I intended. Is basically, if you're listening on iTunes or somewhere, you click on the link to the uh, the website post. I always put the one that's relevant for the. Well, the one for that podcast, basically. And then you go on there and then you see all the other information. So, that's uh, how that's supposed to work. Thank you all very much for listening. I shall go and uh, edit this and publish it. And then uh, enjoy enjoy a little break. I shall come back, hopefully, a bit more refreshed. And we can make some more stuff. Um, but don't forget, Wednesday and Friday, next three weeks, 3pm 3 UK time, 10am Eastern, 7am Pacific time. New content. Look out for it. Hopefully you enjoy it. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye.